0: Hello?
1: Why don't you want to talk to me?
2: Who is this?
1: You tell me your names and I'll tell you mine. I don't think so. What was that?
2: We're making a podcast.
1: A podcast about what?
2: Scary movies.
1: So you like scary movies? Well, yeah. What's your favorite scary movie?
2: Hmm. Um, you know, I kind of like the one where the girl turns into a werewolf and she tries to eat her sister's boyfriend. Ooh, or the one where the girl is sacrificed to the devil and comes back to you boys. You know, I kind of like the one where the girl kills the ghost face killer, and it turned out it was her boyfriend all along.
0: Oh, or the one... Welcome to Good Ghouls Gone Bad. I'm Desi.
2: And I'm Joey. This is the podcast that focuses on the most crucial part of the horror genre. The girlies. They're here. Today, we're taking a look back at the history of women in horror.
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara.
2: Even before the creation of film, women have been central in horror stories as long as storytelling has been around.
0: Evil mermaids, known as sirens, were heavily featured in Greek mythology. Homer's epic poem, Odyssey, written in the 7th century, included these creatures luring young sailors to their deaths.
2: The vampire sisters in Bram Stoker's 1897 book, Dracula, are used only as sexual bait for their master's enemies. Fast forward to the early days of
0: filmmaking.
2: French director and screenwriter Alice Blanchet was the first woman to ever direct a film, as far as records show. Some of her earlier works were
0: horror adaptations including The Girl and the Vampire and Edgar Allan Poe's The Pit and the Pendulum in 1913.
2: Both are considered lost films and
0: Blanche's name has been all but erased from history. Black and white horror became widely popular in the 1930s and 40s when Universal Studios began producing films like The Bride of Frankenstein and Wolfman,
2: all of which featured women as side characters or beauties to the male beasts. 1935's Bride of Frankenstein only featured Elsa Lancaster's title character for a matter of minutes. Horror movies in the 50s and 60s featured female
0: characters and stories more heavily, but the depiction of women in these films were often still problematic.
2: George Romero's Night of the Living Dead is considered the defining film of the zombie genre, but the female protagonist offers little to no substance. And
0: he said, Can I have some candy? Barbara. Psycho is one of Alfred Hitchcock's most famous works, but despite its legendary status, it somehow manages to make female characters both the villain and the victim.
2: The 70s and 80s breathed new life into the genre and made it more popular than ever. New pictures and franchises brought more diverse depictions of female characters. Slasher films were widely
0: popular through this time, And while women were often over-sexualized in these films, a study by Springer Link, which analyzed 56 slasher films, with a whopping 474 victims total, found that on average, female characters lived longer than their male counterparts, and were more likely to survive attacks from the movie's antagonist.
2: Stereotypical, reoccurring character types, or tropes, were present all throughout horror history, but this era brought on one of the most iconic horror movie tropes of all time. The Final Girl.
1: What's the boogeyman?
2: The Final
0: Girl trope is present in many iconic horror films, past and present.
2: Movies like A Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Descent, Midsummer, and many more featured the Final Girl trope. This is one of many tropes assigned to female characters in horror movies.
0: Although tropes and stereotypes exist for male characters as well. For example, the dumb jock, or the nerdy virgin. Male characters tend to have more depth than their female counterparts. So why do these tropes exist, and why are they specific to women?
1: In a mostly male-dominated industry, they're mostly written by men, they're mostly um, produced by men. The society in a whole was male-dominated, I mean it still is, but you know, we're getting there. I think they came from men not really knowing how to write women.
2: That was Emory & Rich. She's a San Francisco-based horror author and blogger from HorrorAddicts.net. She's spent many years reading, watching, and absorbing horror content. We talked to her about where she believes some of these tropes come from. What are some other tropes, you might ask? There are
0: plenty, but today we're going to discuss three tropes that have dominated the horror genre for decades. The seductress. You're
1: killing people. No, I'm not.
0: The seductress, usually a witch, monster, or demon of some kind, is the epitome of a male fantasy. She uses her good looks and sex appeal to lure in male victims.
1: Part of me feels like maybe that is written as, like, sex negativity. Like, I feel like it's to to shame women that are in control of their own sexuality and and choose to be with who they want to be with. It's kind of like, oh, be weary of these women that have control over themselves because they're going to take control of you. I feel like it's definitely an attempt to slut shame.
2: That was Kenton Douglas. He's worked in the film lighting industry in Toronto since 2012 and worked on projects like A Handmaid's Tale, The Boys, and Umbrella Academy. He's also an avid horror fan. We talked to him about another trope that is specific to women the coming of age monster.
1: The first thing was intercourse, Mama. I was so scared. I thought I was done. And the girls, they all laughed at me and threw things at me. And he was weak.
2: The coming-of-age monster story usually begins with the female character experiencing physical womanhood for the first time. Movies like Carrie or Ginger Snaps show innocent young girls turning into killing machines after their first menstrual cycle. This trope turns female puberty into a terrifying, often deadly event.
1: It's weird to think like a woman coming into herself, a girl becoming a woman, is becoming this violent monster that is harming other people.
0: As the genre progresses, Tropes grow and change, but one consistency,
2: as previously mentioned, is the final girl. He's sick. He's one too many the final girl is a female character, usually the lead, who has her life torn apart by the story's antagonist, who she eventually defeats at the end of the film. The final girl generally faces severe trauma and physical, emotional, and psychological challenges throughout the film. She witnesses friends or family
0: die and has some kind of climactic battle with the antagonist, who is generally someone she knows or has a connection with. We talked to film student Nolan Brown about why this trope can be empowering. I think, like, horror, especially, has no shame in flipping the script and, like, showing how women can really, like, fend for themselves, like, don't really need men to help them out all the
2: time. The final girl shows resilience and fight, emulating women's strengths in the real
1: world they're strong women they know how to take care of themselves and they're not asking for any handouts like they're not expecting some man or some other entity to come along and like save them they're just like okay we're in this tough spot what am i gonna do to get myself alive and and whoever else i care about out of this situation and if you think about it that's the role of women's lives in real life you know we don't like sit around waiting for someone to save us we're just in life and just because we you know have a different you know makeup genetic makeup doesn't mean that we're just going to sit around and let the zombies kill us
0: while horror films are often looked at as fantasy the portrayal of women in these movies can have a real world effect on the people who watch them
1: girls watch it too and in that respect they could have really low self-esteem if they're watching a lot of this stuff you know oh god you know is this what i'm supposed to be is this is this beautiful goddess who like was a model and came on to the horror set you know just for her body to be the seductress is this what i'm supposed to be tearing their self-esteem down like you're not gonna be like that not everybody's like that and it's all a movie anyway
2: like in the real world Women have a unique impact and legacy on the horror genre. While these portrayals can be offensive, they can also be empowering. Women of all ages can find strength in strong on-screen women, even if the intentions behind the characters came from a misogynistic place. At the end of the day, like any story, horror movies are products of the people who create them. As the genre progresses and audiences become more aware and less tolerant of problematic depictions on screen, Women's roles in the genre have begun to change for the better.
0: More and more women are sitting in the director's chair and trailblazing the industry and the genre. This has been the first episode of Good Ghouls Gone Bad. Join us next time to take a deeper look at more female horror movie tropes. Until then,
2: stay scared. Joey, that was so good. Thanks, it was cute. I liked it. It did good. Hello?
1: I liked your first episode.
2: We, um, haven't released it yet. Who is this?